Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the show. I am always so happy to be with you and facilitating these conversations and talking about uncomfortable things and getting into the nitty gritty of life and all of the ups and downs and everything in between. And I've been wanting to record this episode for a while and I realized that it was something that needed to happen as I have been facilitating my program called Her Truth. And I have two different groups going on right now. And as a part of that program, we get guided lessons every month that are pretty much like a podcast. She's just like you and me and audio. It's an audio journey. Um, (laughs) And then I also facilitate circle every month. So we gather on Zoom together as a group and share what's been coming up based on the prompts that are in the journal that I created for everyone. And then there's also a guided self-pleasure connecting with your body audio. And I have to tell you, the gals are really loving the masturbation situation and my sexy voice. So I figured we should probably just do a podcast on that. Um, And as an aside, Her Truth is now available, uh, not just for the small groups that I'm doing. So I wanted to make it more accessible and more affordable for more people. So if you go to kellytenant.com, slash her dash truth. You can see the newest version of my program available. It is open now. You can purchase it today and do it all at your own pace. So you don't need to wait the four months, which is how I created it. You can do it in a couple months if that works for you. Um, but it's at your own pace and guided by you. The only thing we're not doing is gathering in circle, um, but you have access to everything else. And there's just so much there for the woman who's ready to come home to herself, to her truth, to her inner knowing, to get rid of the noise and the expectations and the fucking bullshit that we have been fed since we were kids. We're just not here for that anymore. And it is our chance to unlearn and rise and be fierce and own every part of ourselves, acknowledge every part of ourselves and love every part of ourselves. So again, if you want to join us for this incredible program, you can go to kellytenant.com slash her dash truth. Okay. So if you've been listening to the show for some time now, you may have heard me tell a story about learning to flick the bean when I was five. (laughs) Um, I'll tell it again, though, because I think it's important for this conversation. And if you're new, if this is your first episode you've ever listened to, welcome to The Kelly Show. (laughs) Um, So I was five and I am not sure how I figured it out, but I remember walking into my parents' room and my mom was in there and I said, Mom, (laughs) look what I can do. And I just pulled my pants down. And I showed her how I masturbated and she's just, my poor mother, she's like, okay, well, okay. 
uh, we're not going to do that. And, you know, pull your pants up. And she kind of just sent me on my way. And maybe there was more discussion. I doubt it. I was five. How much can you tell a five-year-old? But it was like, that's just not something we're going to do right now. And then I remember being in first grade. And this was probably the next year, I guess. And I was sitting on the, you know, the magic reading carpet where all the little kids sat and the teachers reading to us. And I got my hand on my pants because, I mean, girl needs some pleasure in first grade, apparently. And so I have my hand on my pants and I'm touching myself and I'm feeling really good. I'm probably making noises like who knows. And my teacher, Mrs. Mata, I loved that woman. She says, Kelly, we're not going to do that in class and in public. If you need to, you know, deal with your situation, you can go to the restroom. So I'm sure I like went to the restroom and got off. I mean, who's going to just stop? I'm like, oh, okay, I'll stop and just sit here on this magic carpet while you read a book about fucking dinosaurs. No, I went, I went to the bathroom. Let's be serious. So that is my childhood experience with touching myself. And I don't remember doing it again until high school. And once I did it in high school, I did it to the point of, oh my God, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I love you guys so much for being here with me and listening to me say this shit. I did it to the point of like rubbing my skin raw. Like I was masturbating all the time. I wasn't having sex in high school. I wasn't really doing anything, to be honest, uh, aside from kissing and maybe letting my boyfriend touch me a little bit. But it was, you know, that was not really happening. So it was just me. And I remember one time I was sitting in the car. I had to have been like 16 or 17, my senior year of high school. And I definitely had an infection. My skin was rubbed so raw. It was burning so bad. And it was because I had touched myself so much. I, <sighs> I hope someone else has done this. Please message me so I don't feel so weird saying this out loud right now. Um, I also have never told anyone this else before. So, of course, I'm telling all of you on the podcast. So I did that. And then I remember maybe a little bit in college, but by college I was having sex. So I almost replaced touching myself with letting other people touch me and put their penis inside of me. And at that time I didn't realize that I was supposed to be getting and receiving pleasure in sex. I really still didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have sex till I was 17. I wasn't experienced. And I wasn't really sure what the process looked like. I didn't know how to ask for what I wanted. I didn't know how to say, oh, that feels so good. Please do that again. Or please don't do that. That doesn't feel so great. And so I think that's when the, not when it started, but that I consciously am aware of the disconnect happened with my body and pleasure. And I kind of felt like this vessel for men to feel good which I think the majority of women go through this experience. It's that a lot of us don't come out of it. And I went through that until I was 
29. I mean, a guy would call me and tell me to come over and I would go over there and have sex with him and I wouldn't have an orgasm and I didn't even think twice about it. And I did that plenty. I wouldn't say all the time, but I did that plenty. I never thought, oh, this is, I can ask for an orgasm or, oh, he can just go down on me and this can be about me and he can lay there and have blue balls. I don't have to have blue vagina, blue clit. I don't know. Is there a technical term for that? So it was in my last relationship where I started doing more personal development and body awareness and having realizations and really thinking through what I wanted to feel. And I started asking for things and asking for what I wanted and feeling dissatisfied. And it wasn't my partner's fault. It was just this awareness that I had for the first time that I could ask for things or I could put on lingerie and not feel like a total tool and actually feel sexy and feel empowered and feel seductive. Like I really wanted to be seductive. I was like, I know there is this seductress inside me that can lure men in and now women too. Um, but I had never let her out. And I was just, you know, I'm really going for it today, guys. You know, when a tiger or a lioness, a tigress or a lioness, like crawl and they move really slow and they come at you and they like move their head like a cat and they purr and then they fucking pounce on their prey. That's how I wanted to be. And I didn't know what to do about it. I didn't know how to get there. I just, the only thing I knew how to do in sex is lay on my back or get up on all fours and bend over a couch. It's pretty much the extent of my experience. So all of a sudden I started having these desires and I wanted to be a tiger. And I was not met with the same enthusiasm. And I felt like I was kind of going crazy. So again, I feel like I shut down and thought there was something wrong with me or that I was gross and undesirable. I think as women, we go two ways. We either, well, I guess that's the same way, actually. We shut down and feel gross and undesirable. It's never that it's not about you. It's that, oh, I have this thing and I have this this desire and this is something I want to do and I'm not met with the same excitement or desire. And so now something's wrong with me. It's never, oh, that's just something they're not into. They don't want to do that right now. It's I'm bad and wrong and gross. So I started playing that game, which was super fun. And then after that relationship is when I started getting into plant medicine. And in my plant medicine experiences, specifically my first few times with ayahuasca, I'm sitting in ceremony and I'm having the most erotic experience. My body is literally gyrating and moving and my hips are thrusting and I'm touching my body. I'm not masturbating in ceremony, although that does happen and it's totally fine. If you ever sit in ceremony and that's going on, just girl, feel it. So my body is just feeling orgasmic, feeling connected, feeling blown open. 
And I realized that in the plant medicine experiences and in the development I was in, I was opening up for pleasure in ways I never had before. I was accessing parts of myself, desires I had, and the ability to be in pleasure and ecstasy and orgasm and joy that I had never done before. And when Connor and I started dating, he really, I was going to say it was like my cheerleader and that sounded weird, but I'm going to use that. He was kind of like my cheerleader in helping me take up more space and ask for what I wanted. Now we don't have the perfect sex life. We can be clunky and awkward. We can, you know, upset each other or do something that, um, is triggering. So I'm not sitting here like I have the best sex life. I'm the most woke goddess bitch of them all. No, that's not the case. However, I think that we, because we both have similar kind of sexual wounding and beliefs around our bodies and body image stuff, we really see each other and get each other. So we've been able to show up for one another and expand each other sexually. And most of that comes down to judgment, right? So we have both felt at one time or another judgment in the past around our sexuality, our desires, how we want to be in relationship, communication, the actual act itself. Something's come up where we felt wrong or bad. And so now we step into our experience together without judgment and we have a conversation or we do something. It's like, Oh, you like that. Cool. Let me play into that or be a part of that. And even if it's not something I particularly want to do, or he particularly is into, we still don't judge each other. It's like, Oh, you're into this thing. That's great. I don't necessarily need to partake in it, but I support you in your fantasies or your desires around that. I had never had that before. My immediate response in the past was, one, don't, don't share your desires. That's gross. Two, if you share something and someone isn't equally as into it, you're wrong. There's something wrong with you. So I think that really opened me up to the idea of self-pleasure and honoring my body and allowing myself to feel what I wanted to feel. I was also scared of what was happening inside my head. So as y'all know, and if, again, this is your first time listening to the show, I am bisexual. I am sexually attracted to women. Um, I had never allowed myself to go there. And then when I started going there, it got very scary. And again, that pre-programming and societal beliefs and expectations started coming in. And I thought, there's something wrong with me. I'm so bad. And so I started to feel a lot of fear around self-pleasure, feeling what I want to feel, allowing my desires to flood through my body. 
Because what was happening is that in my head, I would think something, I would play out a scenario or have a desire, and then my body would react in a positive way. (laughs) And then I would freak out. So there's a disconnect between my mind and my body of like, okay, you like this thing, but now your ego is getting in the way and telling you that you're bad and gross. So how do we release that? And it has been a practice. And this is why I wanted to do this show. That was a really long backstory. (laughs) You're welcome. I believe so deeply and so fully in a self-pleasure practice that I want to personally invite every single woman to be a part of this conversation because I truly believe that this is the missing link. There's so much that goes into self-pleasure and sex by yourself with a partner. And the foundation of her truth, my program is creating safety and letting go of judgments and pre-existing beliefs that are not yours so that you can step into your pleasure. So part of the work is creating safety and trust in your own body so that you can be in pleasure. And once you are in a state where you feel open to being touched by yourself, you take a step in a direction that is honoring your desires and your needs. So for me, when I was younger, it was about, oh, this feels good. I'm just going to do this thing until I realized that there's a lot of judgment and shame around it. So then I'm going to shut that down and not do it. So when I started to step back into self-pleasure and introduce different things, different desires, different fantasies, toys, all of that, I wanted to rewrite the script for what that looked like to not just try and get off. What does self-pleasure mean to me? Why do I do it? Why is it important? Why is it a priority? And in working with our somatic therapists last year and early this year, I learned so much about self-pleasure grounding you especially as a woman, when we self-pleasure, when we drop into the womb space and our reproductive organs and our pussy, we are divinely connecting to our feminine. For me, I really visualize it and feel it like I'm opening up a channel within me. I've always been intuitive and connected. And when I started self-pleasuring with intention and consciously opening, I felt like the channel, this golden rod that I talk a lot about, the golden rod coming through my crown chakra, through my body, down my spine, into my womb space and into the earth. So it roots me into mother earth. It connects me to source and to my angels and my guides. And it is a direct line blasting open all this feminine energy and knowing. 
This is where home is in your womb space. So as I walk you through her truth, that's so much of what we talk about is coming back to your home and your feminine knowing from past lives, from experiences you've had in this life of your intuition, your gut is right there. When I started to do that, my connection spiritually was so amplified. This is when I started to meet more of my guides, have more direct conversation, be in conversation throughout the day without having to sage and pull cards and be in prayer and sit a certain way on a meditation pillow and do this whole routine that I thought I needed to connect. No, I just touched my clit and then fucking everything blew open. Seriously. I know I'm being funny, but I'm also being totally honest and serious with you. That's what happened. It was this knowing in my body that I deserved pleasure, that I was safe in my body to experience orgasm, that I trusted myself to know how to get there and that I let go and surrendered enough to reach that brink, to push those boundaries, to get to the edge and then free fall off the cliff. It can be so scary to touch yourself. I have sat across the table from guests on this show who have told me they don't masturbate, that they're scared, that they feel disconnected, they feel shame, and they don't know what to do. And their sex life with their partners is suffering because they feel shame and then they put more shame on themselves and then they're in this fucking shame spiral. So how did I get to the golden rod and the blasting open of the feminine power and knowing? I started to take baths. I intuitively just knew I needed to be in water. I lit candles. I played music. I turned all the lights off and I started just taking my hands slowly up my arm and just feeling my skin. And I was so light and gentle about it. And then I would move over my sternum and my clavicle and between my chest and down my stomach and on my hips and then over the womb space and down my legs. And there was an appreciation for my body I had never had, for this body that I constantly told was fat and not good enough and gross and bloated and you know all the things we say to ourselves as women, I started to feel connected. And I thought, hmm, this is interesting. I intuitively knew I needed to be in water and just touch my body without touching my vulva, sticking my fingers inside of myself, getting super aroused, like it just began very organically touching my skin. And then from there, I thought about, okay, I can take all of that and then I can start touching my clit, putting my fingers inside myself, closing my eyes in the bath and letting my mind go wherever it wants and then letting my body respond. 
And the more I did that, the more I tapped into these desires that felt so shameful for so long. And my body started to get so aroused and so excited. And I knew that I was connecting with my truth. Orgasm and pleasure open up something within us. And if you're like me and identify as a recovering perfectionist and control freak, you likely haven't experienced orgasms either at all or in a profound way where you feel blown open. Because we're so tightly wound and we're holding on for dear life at all times to feel safe and in control and releasing in orgasm in our brain, in our ego, does not equate to safety. It means you're out of control, which means you've done something wrong. And so that's why I think starting small, whether it's in the bath or on your bed, however you want to do this, starting small, brushing your skin with your fingers and just slowing down, feeling what it's like to feel yourself when no one's watching, no one's judging, no one even knows you're doing it. You don't even have to tell anybody. If you can't tell anyone, but you want to just DM me and your secret is safe with me. Seriously, I've had so many people tell me things that they can't tell anyone else and slide into my DMs and I am here for you. Seriously, totally here. All ears, I see you. I also love voice memos. No one sees you. You get to be in your body and present and then take it one more step. Keep it simple. Feel what it's like. You don't even need to bring yourself to orgasm. Feel what it's like just to touch your clit. Explore your body. Feel inside. I had never done that. I stuck my finger up my butt for the first time last year and I was like, oh my gosh, this feels good. Yes, it does. It may not be your thing, but it sure as hell is mine. And I never knew how good it felt to even be in self-pleasure putting my own finger in my butt. The amount of nerve endings back there is so profound. Talk about blowing wide open. (laughs) It just got really graphic. It feels so good. I didn't know what the inside of my vagina felt like. I took time to explore. Where do I like to be touched? Do I like the front? Do I like the back? What are the sides like? Where am I numb? This is called vulva mapping, by the way, where you just hold your fingers and touch and you can see where your different zones are. If they're numb, if they're sensitive, if it feels good, if it doesn't feel good, get to know your own body. And as you do that, Allowing yourself to go there. What is it that you want to feel? What is it you need to feel? Allowing yourself to feel what you want to feel. And the moment that judgment or that, I don't know if I should do this. Keep going. 
let it happen. Again, no one's going to know. This is for you. This is yours. So you don't need to judge yourself or feel shame or feel bad because this is your own curiosity and exploration. And the next step as you release, 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 create safety by touching yourself slowly and taking it one step at a time, creating a beautiful space to do it in, your body will relax. And that is when you can start to begin playing with what an orgasm looks like and the different levels at which you take your body to. Do you drag it out? Do you let it happen slowly? Does it move fast? What position are you in? I was thinking about this the other day as I was thinking about recording this episode. I really want to start self-pleasuring in different positions. I'll do it laying on the bed and maybe sitting. Usually that's if I'm having sex with Connor and we're like on the couch or in the bath, but I'm never on all fours or really on my side. And I just thought, hmm, why wouldn't I do that? Especially if I'm trying to be a tigress, like a tigress doesn't just lay on her back in pleasure. A tigress is like on all fours, moving and writhing and just letting her body move how it feels best. So I'm going to try that and I'll report back. But really allowing your body to go, releasing, trusting, knowing, taking it to that next step without pressure and expectation. If you don't come, it's okay. If you come, great. You get to allow pleasure in. You are the queen of your own pleasure and orgasm. And guess what happens when you become the queen of your own orgasm? Your sex with your partner is that much better. It is taken to a different connection and level because you're so in tune with your body. You energetically show up like a goddamn queen. You know what you want. You know what feels good. doesn't mean you have to be a dominatrix and in charge and whipping people, but you know, I like it like this. Touch me like that. I'll touch myself if I want to while you're inside of me or whatever that looks like. You come in with this different type of energy and connection. And that is so powerful. Mm, Very excited for all of you. So what I want to do now is just take you through a little bit of a guided self-pleasure practice. And this is very similar to the one that I have created for the women in my group program. And... This is something that I really want you to create a sacred space for when you do and be intentional about it. And it might feel weird at first. I've been there. I get it. But everything feels weird at first until you do it. And then you're like, oh, I don't know why I was so freaked out. And just be with yourself. Choose yourself. Set aside time for yourself and your pleasure practice. 
and just see what happens. Just see what happens. See where it goes. See where your mind takes you when you let it go where it wants to go. See what your body does when you allow her to move how she wants to move. This is such a beautiful gift and practice. And I am going to bring my sexiest voice for you right now. All right. So wherever you are, whether you're laying or sitting down, just want you to get really connected with your body. Feel where there's any tension or tightness. And just see it unraveling. Slowing your breath. Watching the tension release and leave your body. Dropping your shoulders away from your ears. Maybe moving your head side to side, relaxing your neck. I want you to imagine a golden rod coming from the universe down through your crown chakra, down the back of your neck. And the rod starts to drip golden light down your spine. Down your low back, wrapping around your stomach, dripping down your face, over your chest, slowly around your nipples and down your stomach. The golden light moving around your hips and your pussy, dripping down your legs, around your knees, the back of your calves, in between your toes, down into Mother Earth, rooting you and holding you as you allow for pleasure and ecstasy in your body, creating the space to feel what you want to feel. Your whole body wrapped in golden light, safe, knowing, and in trust. Let's take a few grounding breaths together. And as we do, we'll hold at the top. And as you exhale, 
making noise as loud as you want, however it feels or looks to you. Inhale. Hold. Exhale. <sighs> Inhale. Exhale. <sighs> You take your hands and place them on your shoulders, slowly running your fingers down your legs. Slowly running your fingers down your arms. Gently touching, feeling every cell, the hair on your arm stands up. Your hands move between your breasts, slowly around the bottom, your fingertips gently over your nipple. Up your chest and around your neck, your hands. Gently pulling your hair, pulling your head back, feeling your scalp, moving down. Down your chest, over your stomach, your hands sliding across, over your sides and down your hips, feeling your skin, your palms rubbing down your thighs, reaching for your calves, making little circles. What do you see? What do you want?
your hands moving back up your thighs and feeling your butt grabbing on feeling your body in perfection the tigress crawling towards her prey what are you wearing who's looking back at you where will you start when you pounce how will it feel Allowing yourself to go there. Sexual and sensual. The goddess of your pleasure. This time is for you. (laughs) 